Hello, and welcome to the Inovi Conversation. I'm Steve Waltz. And I'm Jeff Pregalski. And Jeff, today's episode is we acquired a new company. Do you know what the name of that company is? Uh, I should know, but, but, but I don't. Do we have someone here that can help answer that? We actually do. We have our CEO, Alan Wine, with us today. Welcome, Alan. Thank you. Hi, guys. So we're, we're, and who did right? Alan bring with him? I'm right. Well, this sounds like kindergarten, you know. Who did you bring as a surprise? Um, have you not heard our podcast? <laughs> I have. I have. Uh, I brought with me Greg Titus. He is the former owner of Kanza Business Solutions. They were a Kansas City-based firm, and uh, we came to an understanding of joining forces. And so brought him here to kind of talk a little bit about why he joined us and you know i'll follow up with some other conversations on on why we do some acquisitions well welcome greg we're glad to have you on our podcast well thank you uh, i'm glad to be here and uh glad to be part of the family well, we're, we're, we're excited to have you and uh we, you know we've you've been with us now for a few months and you're on our team and uh, jeff and i are excited to have an opportunity been working with you to kind of learn more about you and your, your customers, but uh, uh, some questions that I th- I'm sure our listeners have uh, is, Alan, you know, so what what was the rationale or reasoning for Inovia acquiring another uh, Microsoft partner? Sure. So, you know, Inovia likes to pride itself on being one of the best NAV business central bars in the, in the U.S. And we are always looking for ways to expand our, our business footprint. And one of those ways is through acquisitions. And so we watch for opportunities um, with the right, the right gain for us in terms of what kind of customer or bar are we looking for? And so from that perspective, you know, Greg and, and his team at Kanza represented probably the, the perfect mix for us, you know, a, a small staff a nice customer base, well-established in their customer base, um, uh, ongoing projects and a lot of projects in their pipeline. And somebody that, you know, a company that's looking to be able to expand also, but understanding that they realize there's there's a lot of of investment in trying to track down staff and staff members and grow the business from that perspective. And when when businesses hit that, you know, we, we take the opportunity to talk to them about bringing to the table all of the strength um, in terms of staff, in terms of capacity, uh, in terms of just the ability to bring Microsoft to the table to customers and, and really help them grow their business within within um, Inovia. So that that's what we look for. That's what Greg and I started talking about. And, you know, it, it came to the conclusion that it, for him – to watch this continue to grow, the best scenario was for us to merge forces. And so we got two real good programmers out of the deal. We got Greg, who's excellent with his customer base. We got about 55 customers with that and a lot of nice projects. And that's just, that's how these go. And, you know, while we don't actively go out banging on doors looking for acquisitions, um, we do keep our ear open and listen for people who may be at the stage where they're ready to to move on with with how they want to approach that. And and the other thing I will say is it's cultural fit. So we really look for companies that fit the Inovia culture 
especially owners that can fit in. We like them to be part of the customer engagement team because they can continue to work with their existing customer base where there's a trust relationship and help us over the next few years move that trust relationship and expand it so that the rest of the Inovia staff is is trusted as much as the original owner and the original staff was. So that's that's how we came about it, and that's that's how we were able to pull this off. Well, I know we talk a lot about here at Inovia is our culture, and Greg, having the opportunity to speak with you, it sounds like culture is uh, very high on your list too with uh, with with you uh, with your team and and your accounts. Maybe you can tell everybody. Um, I'm assuming you're a Kansas City Chief, happy Kansas City Chiefs fan, and uh, so uh, tell, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, uh, Kanza and how you end up. Uh, uh, starting the company and uh, how you got to here. Yeah, uh, culture is very important to to us and our clients and our and our staff. And uh, you know, it, after Alan and I started discussing Inovia and how we could work together, uh, you know, are we are you know, is there an opportunity to share knowledge, share resources, share project overflow? Uh, it, it became very clear that the cultures were very similar. You know how we think about customers and and keeping them happy, uh, how we approach uh, staff and keeping them happy. And quite frankly, if it's not for happy customers and happy staff, it's very difficult to have a successful business. So we were immediately aligned in our thinking. And as I got to know more of the Anovia staff. Uh, in, in leadership team in particular, uh, they all shared that same vision and we just seemed to click and it felt like uh, rather than trying to compete and just participate, which are never uh, quite as, as good and aligned as fully joining forces, uh, it became clear that approach would be best for our customers and our staff uh, in, in general. And so far, it, it absolutely has, has you know panned out to be as good as you envisioned it to be, and in many respects, even better. So uh, more importantly, your uh, chief's question, yes, after an, an adulthood of suffering as a, as a closet Chiefs fan, uh, now I can proudly say, yes, it's fun to watch the, the Chiefs. I always watched them. Uh, you just couldn't brag a lot uh, being in, in the division we were in, uh, but it's good right now. Hopefully we keep it going. Well, well great. So how long ago did you start the company? So five, a little over five years ago, uh, I worked in healthcare for 21 years. And, and prior to that, I was in the time and attendance business. And uh, both of those were in the Kansas City metro area. And uh, previous company, I was traveling a lot. And as a sales leader for you know large division, very demanding, and they had an opportunity uh, through an acquisition to uh, reduce the workforce. And I just happened to make the cut where I was eligible for early retirement and decided, uh, I don't know what I want to do when I grow up, uh, but I, I took the opportunity to go find something that was more in line with my passion. Uh, found a, uh, I had some experience in the ERP uh, field working uh, in, in healthcare. Uh, managed services. We hosted a lot of different ERP systems, so I was familiar with the Microsoft stack as well as the industry, and found a retiring NAV uh, partnership in the Kansas City area. So, uh, struck up a friendship 
with uh, that person, uh, who, who with Debbie Shepard, and she retired, and I, uh, you know, bought out her, uh, you know, staff and customer base, and she helped me through, uh, you know, transition in the NAV specific space. So it was a blending of of two different uh, cultures and experiences, and then you know, gearing up for the the cloud and the changes in the industry was really more my focus. So yeah, five years in the channel. So you kind of got in right when Microsoft was really talking about going to the cloud. I mean, did you, with the, with the change of going from NAV to business central, I mean, when having your background talking about all the ERP systems you worked with, did you see that coming or uh, did, was yes. that something that pulled you in? Yes, yes, that was very attractive to me because I, uh, having having gone through that in the healthcare field, uh, which I work for a software manufacturer, and we decided as a company to take our product and offering into the cloud, and I saw firsthand how it dramatically changed the entire process, how you sell it, how you stand it up, how you price it, and the end result was you had a better product that clients wanted to see. Once you once you could make the curve and get the product and the price points and the delivery uh, working very well, uh, then you have a product that nobody else can compete with and the satisfaction goes through the roof. So I saw Microsoft Dynamics and that space in the industry had not quite made the curve. So that was very exciting to me to come in at, at what I felt was fairly early in the in that curve that I knew was coming, and had an idea how dramatic it would change the sales process, the delivery, certainly the pricing models around how we approach it, and I, I saw that was very exciting. Well, that's great that you saw that. It's I'm still surprised at how many partners didn't get the message from Microsoft. Um, still thinking it was going to be like you know just kind of the way it was, and you always have that fun thing called licensing, right? And uh, Jeff is a licensing expert. I don't know if you knew that or not. Steve, I, as much as you, um, as much as you pump me up, I'm sure everyone knows that. Like, pretty much, um, you know, on par with uh, with your football knowledge would be your uh, expertise of our staff. And uh, actually, I've got a, a question for Greg. As you've uh, become acclimated as a, a member of the Anovia family. Um, any, uh, any big surprises, any, uh, good or bad, I'm assuming you, since Alan's on the call, you'll uh, hide the bad ones, but, uh, but, but, you know, anything, uh, anything you can speak of to your first few months at Anovia? So I haven't found any bad. Uh, I will say that it really feels very incredibly team oriented. So, Everybody's pulling on the same rope, even though I'm sure internally adding 55 more clients onto a busy organization with lots of other clients. I'm sure we created some internal stresses and yet uh, not have I picked up. No one has voiced. No one has uh, you know, pushed back at all or complained or even indicated uh, that. You know, the Kanza clients or the Kanza staff or anything has has created anything uh, but positive, uh, you know, vibes and outcome. And, and every, everyone has been incredibly welcoming to, you know, me, my staff, 
and and our clients. So it's it's been better than I anticipated it would be, and I was anticipating it to go very well just based on you know meetings with Alan and Tom and and Brian and, and others on the team. I knew you had a good team. I didn't know that that culture went all the way through. I, I assumed it did, but now that we're on the other side of that, it absolutely has proved to be the case and is going incredibly well. Uh, we as we start you know, blending and our clients take advantage of more of the Anovia you know, experience and services, uh, I think that's going to continue to to pay positive dividends for years to come. Great. Um, hey, I've got another question. Is there a specific did did Kanza specialize in any any specific industry, or is your customer base leaning in in one particular silo of, of business, or um, is it like Anovia where you you have a diverse customer group? We we have a fairly diverse customer group, but I will tell you the biggest category is is someone who distributes uh, goods and and services. So uh, some of them are manufacturers. Uh, some of them are just straight up distributors. And then we have quite a few in the financial services business, which I would put you know, banking, credit unions, uh, insurance, uh, mortgage services. So there's a number in the, you know, that aren't really selling a tangible product. And but we, we were investigating following more of the, the tribalism, if you will, let's pick an industry and, and then you turn away all of the other industries. We never felt like that made sense for us. We weren't in a single industry where you know, picking that industry would be a strength. And NAV is so good at so many different industries, quite frankly, why would we, you know, if we have the experience in a given industry, why would we turn away someone just because they didn't fit within what we thought was our uh, future industry. Now, that notwithstanding, it has to be a good fit, have to be a client we can work with. We have our skills have to be complementary to them. So we didn't just sell all to anybody. It had to be a good fit. Gotcha. Yep. That. All right. That makes sense. Um, Steve, back to you. Oh, no pressure, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so Greg, you've been on the customer engagement team for a couple of months now, and you know I was on a call. Actually, Tom and I were on a call talking about our customer engagement team with our prospective customer uh, a couple of weeks ago. And they're like, "So you come on site and visit us for a couple times a year, and we don't get a bill?" You know, they're they're asking like basically, "So how do you make money?" And you know, it's <clears throat> it's fun having those conversations because I. You know, as we talk about our culture and, and, and really trying to help our customers not just get the most out of their ERP, but help, you know, be a consultant, help them with their business, right? Strategic planning, you know, thinking, you know, in the short term, you know, this year and a couple of years, what's your long uh, strategic plan? Have uh, What have you noticed uh, about the engagement team that you've been here now that maybe, you, you know, didn't even know it was even existed out there in the channel since you've been here? Well, I think it's an incredible group of experienced uh, resources from lots of different backgrounds. Many were clients, some are sales professionals, some have uh, IT backgrounds. I mean, there's really a diverse mix. Many of them have, have been on the ISB side. So you know, what that's done for me personally is now I have a, an access uh, to people with 
lots of experience across you know hundreds if not thousands of, of clients and and experiences so that's helped me gain a deeper uh, set of knowledge on how we go solve problems how to, how we share client experiences and then having the uh, ability to step back from having to run the business day to day is enabling me to go focus on you know, our clients and our clients' needs and what's next for them, being more of a strategic partner than I was able to do in, in the past, really, because of those distractions of having to run the business, but also a limited bench to go deliver on those things. I had to be very careful about you know, generating a lot of client interest uh, without the ability to quickly follow through. So we were not able to cover as much ground as we will be able to in the future. So, so Alan, uh, how, how did we find Kanza? Um, just networking, you know, in all honesty. I mean, you know, you, you get on LinkedIn and you, you talk to other owners that are in a similar industry and you just kind of catch up on what's going on in the world, especially in the last year, because it's been so bizarre. Um, and, you know, at Directions or at some of the conferences we've had in the past, it's you really just start to talk to people and, and then eventually I, you know, I kind of nudge them and go, hey, just, just so you know, Anovia likes to do about one acquisition a year. And if you ever find yourself in the position that you think maybe it might be getting close to time for you to consider that, you know, please give us a call and we'll change some numbers and we'll take a look. And, you know, that's really how Greg and I linked up. I think it was actually through LinkedIn, but you know, it, it's it's a networking function is really more than anything. It's just, and it, Steve, you know, it's a small community. A lot of people know a lot of people in the NAV world. So that's pretty much how we did it. Yeah, yeah when I came over to the channel, I was surprised on, well, there's about 15,000 customers in the United States and a couple hundred partners. And But it seems like it's such a smaller, tight-knit community. And, you know, one of the things that, you know, we all, we've always talked about uh, was, you know, Finding the right talent because talent is hard to find. Not only, you know, not just in tech, but in the ERP world. And you get more specific in the Microsoft Dynamics. And then, you know, we only focus on the Business Central and NAV. So I think, Greg, you know, through that type of uh, business model, we're able to uh, acquire great talent. So maybe you can tell our listeners a little bit about uh, some of the, your team members that came over. Yeah, I, mean, I had a very experienced team that had been in in the, the vision since the vision came to the United States. So uh, as a result of that, we have clients that go back the 20 plus years as well. And many of them are still with, with us and uh, some have upgraded over the years, uh, many multiple times. Some have uh, been laggards and we still have a client where working on an upgrade right now from literally the very first version, version 1.1. So it's, it's a great product that expands it. The staff loves the product and working with it, how much we can do with it. Uh, the changes that Microsoft has, has brought into the division platform has really excited our consultants because uh, the product has not lagged behind like many others in the industry have. And so they feel like they're always working with the, the most contemporaneous tools, contemporaneous tools, both in the development environment as well as a product platform that has uh, the latest feature functions in it versus one that has not had the development uh, arm behind it 
and has not, you know, kept current. And that's not, a, I've been in that place and uh, past live, and that's not a very fun place to be. And now being on cutting edge, sometimes bleeding edge a little bit, but uh, it it's, uh, makes it a fun place to be. Yeah, it is exciting how Microsoft, the amount of resources and dollars that they're putting into the Dynamics family. And, you know, when they decided to use the, the NAV uh, code base for Business Central, uh, it just it just really shows, you know, like you said, you had a customer on 1.1. And I, I hear 2.7 on occasion, 5.0, but I haven't heard 1.1 in a long time. And so, I, you know, it's it's has changed us a little bit, hasn't it, Alan? <laughs> Since 1.1. 1. 1. Uh, yeah, just just a smidge. Not, you know, not a big deal. I mean, the funny part is we actually have people employed at Enovia that remember 1.1, 1. 1, including the owner of the company. So, you know, it's. It's kind of, you know, to, to talk about joining forces, I mean, I think that's one of the things that attracted us to Greg was, you know, he had a good base and then he looked at us and went, wow, you guys have a staff of 30, at that time, 35 or 40 people that really know this product and not only know the latest and greatest, which is really cool, but understand the really old versions and how to, how to make them plug along. So that's that is part of how we do these acquisitions and i you know i'd like to just say one other thing which is these are not things that take you know a week and a half i mean I, greg i can't remember how many months we were talking but it went on for quite a while and it should you know the 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 staff and the owner and us we all have to be comfortable that this is going to work because the last thing we want to do is do one and it's a complete abject failure because the cultures don't fit because of whatever reason. So, you know, he took his time and we took our time to make sure that we all were comfortable that this was a good long-term move. Tom's very fond of saying we look for customers that we can have a long-term relationship with and long-term meaning you know, years and years and years. And, and in an acquisition, we look at the exact same thing. You know, how can we take this so it, it lasts for the next 10 years and keep everybody happy and doing what they need to? So. Yeah, that, that's a good point, Alex. I know we were on a call last week and we talked about our growth rate. And the comment was made on, you know, okay, you're, you're growing and we're, you know, not worried about it, but like, you know, for the, what, you know, you're growing at, at that rate. You know, is, is that going to affect our service? And I, you know, I always think about how you and Donovan and the leadership team talk about the founders' mentality, mm-hmm. and we're very focused on through the customers' eyes. How are we doing? And it sounded like that was pretty important for both you guys when you were talking. Absolutely. I mean, from our standpoint, it definitely was. You know, we we want to be able to be proactive and move quick. You know, one of the reasons for joining forces and acquiring somebody is to gain more capacity because capacity is king in this in this business. Even if I have capacity, I'd like to add more. We always want to be ready to to help help the customers in in an emergency type situation. So, yeah, absolutely. So, Greg, I don't know if you know this or not, but Jeff likes shoes. So I did not know that. And uh, Jeff is known for some very unique tennis shoes and we won't talk on how much money Jeff spends on his shoes <laughs> except uh, unless you want to Jeff you want to talk about your, your budget for shoes or I've tried to limit myself to about $200 a month but 
some nice. months some months are good, some months are bad. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so, so about I, five years of shoes out of that two hundred bucks. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So let so then I assume what where you're going with this, Steve, is that we wanna we wanna know an interesting fact about Greg that we can um, continually um, taunt him with later on. So Greg, feel free to uh, to share something interesting about you. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably interesting. I don't know if most people would find this interesting. I'm a little bit of a of a nerd when it comes down to mechanical things and how they work. Awesome. Uh, going back to my childhood, uh, I was always accused. I young enough, I don't remember it, but I've heard the story so many times from about any family member that you know, my mom would take me to a store, or my dad would take me to a lumber yard, and you know they're shopping, gathering their things, and kind of lose track of me, and they'd hear a clunk, clank, and turn around, and I've taken bolts off of a lawnmower or something, and you know, and it's falling apart on the you know Sears store wherever we happen <laughs> to be. Uh, so I've always enjoyed taking things apart and learning how they work, and then trying to put them back together. When I when I was at a young age. I didn't know how to put them back together, and I'm still learning. But it, uh, unfortunately, I haven't got smart enough to not take things apart. <laughs> Sometimes that's successful putting them back together, but I enjoy that challenge of just understanding how they work, um, researching in some cases, or or trying to rebuild it and either get it working again or make make the product better in in the end. So uh, many examples of success probably more examples of failures along the way but uh, I, I, that's one thing makes me a little bit unique in that regard awesome well next time i need uh, my lawnmower broken i know where to take it yeah don't don't bring a, don't bring a car over to me because i started three years ago and it is a part in my garage my wife likes to point out we have three stall garage my one car is across all three stalls right now there is not another bolt or screw that can come off of that car wow. so i know how it works hey, now, hey. now i'm putting it back together awesome all right well that's uh, thank you for sharing that now uh i will have something to taunt you with and uh and, and more importantly steve will because you'll find out as the longer you're here steve is kind of mean and he likes teasing people and I keep good notes. <laughs> and so, like, True. I, was, I was hoping for something like, you know, Greg, I have about 30 cup jerseys, maybe maybe 40 in my closet. But wondering if you had a, had, a, had a unique hobby or something like that. that. That is very cool. I used to, you know, I was in the healthcare industry, too, and I used to I used to have a couple race cars at a race, a couple racing Camaros. And, uh, and then I, I decided when I got married, uh, she wanted to have a house more than a cars. And... Uh, I had minivans, and so after about six minivans, <laughs> I I lost. I don't know if it was testosterone left that left my body, but I, I I haven't had a desire for a sports car. I'm waiting for my midlife crisis to come up so I can get a car, an old an old Chevy Camaro, and take it apart. If I do, I'll, I'll give you a holler. Uh, <laughs> you back, back together. <laughs> I'm the poor, poor man's Porsche from 1966. Nice, nice. So, Al, anything you'd like to add? Just, you know, I mean, we're we're obviously really excited about this. Um, it's been 
as Greg said, a relatively smooth transition for the last few months. Uh, we're looking forward to watching this grow over, you know, the next two, three years. And, you know, it's a, it's a great opportunity for everybody. So we are certainly glad this was able to take place. And, and we look forward to doing more of them, quite frankly, as the years progress forward. Well, thank you, Alan and Greg. We want to officially welcome you and your customers to the Anovia family. And for those that are uh, that came over with Greg, I don't know if you've been to our website. We have a lot of resources on our website. Um, we do a lot of uh, webinars, a couple a week, uh, all the way from uh, just ISVs to our own staff talking about how to get more out of your NAB. And there's a great library there. We put all our events on there. So if you get a chance, please take a look at, at our website. Uh, we're also we also heavily involved on uh, LinkedIn. And so you can also follow us uh, there. And Jeff, anything you'd like to add before we say goodbye to our listeners? Nope. I would just uh, I will just add, I guess, that uh, as an Anovia employee for the past 12 years, these uh, as we're starting to uh, to acquire companies, um, it, it is really something that I think makes me uh feel good about as I uh, see, you know, Pat's company that we uh, acquired and, and now Greg's. Um, it's great because, you know, we get, as Alan mentioned, uh, the talent um, that comes with them. And we've, you know, added some really strong uh, team members to the Inovia family and uh, and working with different kinds of customers. It's it's really cool. So um, so I'm excited about it as a, an Inovia employee. I think uh, our customers and our new customers should all be uh um, excited as well, and uh, um, in a you think about a, ter a terribly crazy year like 2020 has been, and um, and uh, we've got some bright spots like uh, Greg and his team. So um, that's all I've got, Steve. Is it time for me to drop the mic or hit the gong? I guess I think it's time for the gong. <laughs> so that's right. All right. Well, enjoy that gong, and uh, um, we will talk to you all next time on the Inovia.